Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 11 o'clock straight up in the Southland. Live Imaging Thursday is on. We're going to go on to Electric Avenue. You know this song, mm. Slate? Oh, I still hit the oh, post. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Travis at Sliwa is on. Since you took so much of my time last minute, I'm just going to get out quickly. I need more coffee. <laughs> well, you're welcome to stay as long as you'd yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open invitation. Don't you guys have the Lit. schedule to talk about? Go get any coffee you want downstairs. Uh, Travis is going to order on On me. App. He's going <laughs> to order on his app. app. Here's the amazing thing about would Travis. You get, is... Would you get a short for him? Like you... <laughs> it's a shot of espresso. <laughs> the thing about Travis's Starbucks app. Just it's... water it down. <laughs> it somehow has the other person's credit card in it. It's the most amazing thing. Oh, no, it's not going through. That used to be another move with Trav. I, now it's, it's all coming back to me, as Celine Dion once said. Oh, I'm, it's not going through, guys. You guys I, get today. I got tomorrow. It's, it's very frustrating to me. It still bothers me the last time. It wasn't the last time you were here, but a couple of times ago that I ordered all of us coffees. Well, you and me coffees. And I got charged, and the coffees never showed up. That, that – I mean, look at him. But he no, is, I got charged. It was like seven bucks. The baseball gods. Travis and Sliwa. Seven dollars. Oh, my gosh. Travis and Sliwa. All right. I'll take your yeah, seven bucks. Say, okay, I'll I, give you yeah. seven dollars. I paid attention I'll, to my seven. Start the clock. I have no cash. Start the clock. And you don't have Venmo, so. I can. Susan does. You want to Venmo her seven bucks? No, I know not, her handle. I'm not Venmoing. Can, I, I, can I walk it out? Yeah, go ahead. Travis and Sliwa continues now. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. See, see I, you, I'm pulling you over to my side on all this. Listen, you're coming around. Nobody's. Uh, Don't worry. You have uh, the Hulu password that I use. <laughs> which, isn't e- oh, yeah. which isn't even mine. Yeah, Chris, you got to come back in. That I, I said to her for the, the the Laker doc, I'm like, Emily, you're, you got Hulu, right? She goes, yeah, well, I do. My sister and I share one. So now I'm on Claire Hebel's Hulu account. Actually, no, Maggie Hebel's Maggie Hulu Hebel's. Account. I'm sorry. It's Maggie Hebel's do Hulu you, account. I, I'm sorry to be back in. But do you actually pay for any streaming subscription? You Netflix, have? Prime, and Disney. Okay. Yeah. You pay for Disney? Michael actually yeah. pays for those. Okay. No, he's uh, Michael pays for those. There's some sort of setup. <laughs> no, there's no say. Netflix. Why? Why did you say it like that, Emily? Why? Why I were you surprised? You would have gotten them for free with the. Uh, oh wait, you have the Parks Pass because we had to choose between the two. I was like, uh, when you work for Disney. Don't you get oh, we Disney? Don't, we don't have the no. choice on that. No. Oh, okay. At least we don't. Because they're yeah. they're uh, the, the union. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. I can get the choice. Yeah, no, we have to we have to scratch off the, the 10 uh, bucks a month. But I have the phone. Just, yeah, don't, sh- right. oh, right. <laughs> don't say anything about the phone. I'm with you. Oh, okay, yeah, Chris, by the way, new phone. Really? Really? Wait a minute, let me see how many bubbles are on that, that camera. Wow, he's... No, you still did it. You don't have the three bubbles. It's a iPhone... No, but he has the face It's lock. an iPhone 13. It's the newest it. one. Is no, it really? Yeah. Not, so the new one doesn't have three bubbles? It's it, That's the Pro. It's the, like, I, no, the it's, iMac It's like Pro. going to get a pre-owned, right? You get it three no, years old. Brand new. Three years, 36,000 miles on it. It's off That is an iPhone 13 Somebody Pro. turned in their old phone, and then that's the market that Go he's in. Go to the settings. Go to the settings real quick. I want to see. You guys are really getting your money's worth of me today. Do a software update. What do you got? I forgot where it's at. Oh, oh, wow, this phone, i13. This See? phone, iPhone 13, wow. Okay, well, Travis and Sleewood continues now. Susan got a deal through work because she's a first responder. Amazing! <laughs> <laughs> I was holding out. The truth was coming out. Well, she did. 
like as take a, advantage of it. As a healthcare worker slash yeah. first responder, she gets a little deal through work, and she's like, "Hey, I can upgrade your phone." Can I tell you something? All right, let's do that. Can I tell you it's it's just in you. Like I think it's in me too. When you grow up a certain way, it's really tough to get that stuff out. Like if I go, even if you were making a crap load of money, I still think I'm going to have some cheap in me. Oh, it, I, it, it's not going anywhere. You know what's so stupid? But there's certain things I'm cheap about and other things where I'm like, you're an idiot because, well, why exactly are you right. cheap on that, but you're okay to pay okay. whatever this, you this just did for This is a good topic for the listeners. Like, what are the things that you get really frugal with yeah. that don't really – like, for instance, the uh, valet parking. I will never, ever, ever pay for it. Fifteen bucks. If I, what if it's fifteen? I don't care if it's, it's five. I don't, I'm not doing it. I, I will You guys not are dressed up it. and Susan's wearing heels. And for just the sake – of going to this that's restaurant, a little different. that's you got to kind of do it that way. That's a little different. But I'm saying that if we're just going out and it's that we're, we're parking far away. That said, when we get into the restaurant and that bottle of wine, right. and you're forty-eight dollars, it's yeah, no problem. Go ahead. You know what? Let's get another one. It just boom, 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 boom. I don't care. I don't get it either. I don't care. But the the five dollars to park the car, hell no. When Starbucks You've got a bottle of wine for forty-eight bucks, I'll take two. When Starbucks went from it like make any sense? When they went from I don't know what it was like. 265 was my cup of coffee to 295. I just stopped and just stared at the stared at the barista. I'm like, what, what's going on here? Like, why why did the prices go up? 30 cents. Like he was in the meeting with George Schultz? Yeah. <laughs> or, no, Howard cents. Schultz. 30 cents granted where, like you just said, you go to a restaurant and you don't even pay anything. What are you doing? We, we, you're what not a I martini doing? guy. Emily, you, you're, do you get a martini occasion? You're not really a martini person. I'm not person. really a martini person. But when you give me the, like your cocktail du jour. Uh, old-fashioned. Okay, old-fashioned. How much does an old-fashioned cost when you go out to buy one? Assuming you're just, you know, you're not getting the most, just an old-fashioned. Like between 12 and 15. Exactly. Exactly. So martini's about the same. Maybe it gets up to 17 or 18, but same idea, right? Do you, the, the, the value of that drink is like two bucks worth of in. Yeah, just keep them coming left and right. But you get 30 cents on that cup of coffee? Eh, no, nah, it's an outrage. Hit me up, 877-710-ESPN. Yep. Same thing happened when I used to work at Chick-fil-A, and then I left, I came back, and I was going to you know, just buy some Chick-fil-A. When the prices changed, I was like, I remember this price was the same way for three years when I worked there, and then they raised it by 50 cents. It's happening to you. I know. It's happening to you. It's twice today, Emily. You've been I'm really, a little old. You've been really good about being the young person. <laughs> this is two old lady complaints in one day and from you. And I hurt my knee. My knee still hurts <laughs> when I got into bed. Three. We're up, we're up to three. And you were talking about you're trying to find a way to not go to water polo practice. Yeah. Four. I, it, yeah. it happens fast. I'm just uh, saying. Yeah, I know. Be careful. I'm on the other Be side careful. of 25. <laughs> yeah, well, shouldn't happen <laughs> quite. Maybe 30, sleaze, 40th birthday. Is is it this one, or do you got one more to go? No, this one. It's this, and it's coming up sooner than yeah. later. Oh, my gosh. A little down the road. <sighs> Taking that week off. <laughs> We're going to have to plan a little Slee 40th birthday party. This is uh, this is exciting. Maybe we'll have that taco guy finally, if the schedule works out. This would be a good day for Air It Out, because we can just air out the all these things guy. that are bugging us. Love the taco guy. But not the Emily. Not, I have a good idea folder that I don't want to tell him that I need you to ask me about during the next break when it's just the two of us. Okay. All right. So I'll I, come I, in. I don't, I don't I'll wanna, come in. I don't want. I'll be there. I don't want to spoil the surprise. I have a very, very good. No idea. problem. I'll be there as well. <laughs> you got it. All right. Um, Lakers schedule comes out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we kind of talked that little break that's in there and whatnot. And you've got uh, the Powell J- jersey retirement. LeBron's record-breaking Kareem moment is going to come 
somewhere towards the end of January. Games, yeah. yeah, somewhere towards the beginning of February, depending on how well he plays and how Health. much he plays. Yeah. He he's averaged 30 points a game last year. So it's, it's going to be somewhere right around there. I saw this this morning, though, which is pretty crazy because we had the conversation yesterday about whether or not the Lakers are still that big draw nationally. They put them on national TV, opening night, et cetera, et cetera. The Lakers have fewer back-to-backs than anybody in the NBA. They've only got 12. Mm-hmm. League average is about 13 and a half. The Clippers, the Warriors, the Kings, the Jazz, and the Chicago Bulls have the most at 15. So it's not a huge disparity, but what do you hear? I mean, back-to-backs in the NBA are tough. That mm-hmm. second game is a big deal. The Lakers also have the best road advantage, or rest advantage, I should say, which means they will be on more rest than their opponent more than anybody else in the league. The league did them a favor scheduling-wise. Whether it's intentional or just good luck, I guess you can debate that all you want. The league wants the Lakers to be good because their best player going into year 20, their second-best player is injury-prone. You need to take care of those guys more than anyone else, and the league did. So they want them to be good. Right, that's the idea and the concept. And by the way, that's any year. You'd love to see uh, some teams you don't really pay too much attention to. People say, you know, the NBA is so much better if the Knicks are good. Well, the NBA has been thriving, and the Knicks haven't been good in a long time. I think the Laker thing is a real thing, right? That that's one that when the Los Angeles Lakers are competing for an NBA championship, or they're in the playoff mix. Or even believe it or not, they're in a freaking playing tournament like they were against the Golden State Warriors, whatever that was two years ago. It's good for the NBA. It's good for the league. If this is a strategy to try to help them, that's all great and dandy. I don't pay too much attention to it because ultimately, I think at the end of the day, I don't think that's going to be the difference of the Lakers' success or not, but I get that part. Whether it works or not yeah. is a uh, different question. Mm-hmm. It, I, I think you may be right that whether or not it's going to put them over the top. But, look, LeBron James is still one of the biggest draws in the league. Mm-hmm. He's he's not the best player anymore, but he's still in the mix, right? The Lakers are the, bi- the best brand. ten player right oh, now. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're giving the, uh, those little things, right? It's like instead of making you play a bunch of back, they can give you a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Those games, they could kind of go either way. You're going to be on two nights rest. Your opponent's either going to be on zero or one. Yeah. It does make a difference. And whether that takes them from 48 wins to 52, I don't know. Maybe it takes them from 28 to 30. I don't know. That, that could be more your point that, yeah, it's an advantage, but is it an advantage from being the third seed as opposed yeah. to the sixth seed, or is it your number 11 as opposed to number nine? That's a big difference. I, I'm curious. I mentioned to you, so this morning, hopped on, I was on with um, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Mm. And National sleep. One of the, something like that. One of the, one of the questions early, too. Wow. Your schedule comes out, and he just starts popping on. When are you going on Scott Van Pelt? Is that tonight? <laughs> did, I, did, I t- did I tell you this? You kind of a big deal. When Lakers were officially out, they asked me to come on, right? On that key was, show. On key show. But it was like. So I went on this morning at 610, our time. Okay. I want to say it was like 330. I've done that. That's. that's what do you do? Do you go try to go back to bed doesn't didn't work for me like right. i i got up did it and it, it was like two o'clock in the morning it was early right i've never had one of those and i forgot what, did we talk about this before i think I we did because okay. i did it was during uh, no what it was just it was in the middle of the summer right and they just wanted to have me and i did like an hour with them 
Okay, it was it was, I was on maybe it was an hour, maybe it was a half an hour, but it was more than one segment. It was a, a a stretch, and so oh now you're awake. Of you're course, doing a half hour. and you're doing radio. You're animated. You're you're energetic. Yeah. You're yeah. bringing energy. All of these things, and so okay, thanks for coming on. Look at my watch or my phone. It's like, yeah, it's a four sixteen in the morning. Now what the hell do you do? But that's actually closer to your. What time do you get up after five? About five twenty-five, and usually snooze it twice, so it's usually about four forty-five by the time I get out. And you're not, and you're five forty-five, and you're say. not sleeping after that. No. So anyway, so one of the questions um, that they brought up, which I, I think is kind of fascinating. Yesterday, you had the schedule come out, but you also had LeBron's extension, and we could do this coming back. But I, I'm curious. They had the conversation about the the LeBron and Bronny thing. Uh huh. Hey, what do you think is going to happen in a couple years? You think LeBron's and Bronny are actually going to play in Los Angeles? Uh, is there excitement around LA about LeBron's extension and then that potential of that third year of him playing with the Sun? And, and I'll kind of answer that coming back. But I'm I'm curious to get Laker fans' thoughts on the extension because I yesterday when it happened, we had so much going on. Yeah. Is there a buzz to this upcoming year? It's a good question. It's a good is, question. Is is this window over the next couple of years, is there excitement thinking that, hey, Braun is going to be around for at least two more years? And, and all the question marks that kind of circles around the Lakers, I'm curious from Laker fans, how do you feel about the situation? How do you feel about where the Lakers sit today? Russ is still on the, uh, on the roster. Braun signs an extension. And maybe this is timing for the brawny portion of it for him to not have that uh, that final year. We could do that coming up next, 877-710-ESPN. All right, we're going to do that too. Plus, Tom, I need you to stay on hold because I need the answer to the Boda bag problem that's plaguing my existence when it comes to uh, smuggling things into places. That's all coming up next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. <laughs> Live Imaging Thursday. God, we're having fun, aren't we? Travis and Sliwa. <laughs> was during that. Guess I got to get on a. <laughs> yeah, you would like to. You're not on that text. Sorry, it's the old morning show uh, thread. Oh man, <laughs> I, can't, I can't stop laughing. Sedano's back today. Sedano would cap four o'clock for your afternoon drive. Producer Lindsay, producer Wara, Clinton Yates says he's going to drop by. That's what we need. <laughs> 
Well, you are you fully abreast of your soccer rules? I'm not. Do, do, do I want to ask about the stadium. The ins thing. and outs. The stadium of thing is what nuance? really perplexes me. Like, how do you know? How did you find out first that stadiums weren't the same size? Don't ask that question. Is it He'll stadi- answer No, it. it's fields. <laughs> is it fields or stadiums? It's a pitch. Fields. The pitch. Oh, I'm sorry. The pitch. That's what it's called. It's the so only the thing pitches, I mentioned. It's the only thing the I know field. about the soccer. Different. But, but it's called the pitch, right, Emily? Yes. Yes. No, you say I'm on the pitch. Right. Oh, okay. But the pitch. The is, pitch looks great. The pi- but the that. pitch, all pitches aren't the same side. Is that right? I don't yes, know. Yes, that's what Clinton is trying to yeah. say. Is all, every pitch is on the same dimension. Did you know that, Emily? I did know that, yes. Because oh. Clinton told you. No. <laughs> <laughs> because I do like soccer, but I'm not going to force it on people she, like Clinton. To, to your credit, when we were in the suite on uh, Tuesday night, you were paying far more attention to the game than anybody else. Oh, she yeah, was in the corner seat, front row. Yep. She couldn't couldn't talk to her. Taylor was there too. Taylor was. Was Taylor there? Was he talking? No. Oh, no he said, yeah, I talked to Emily for a minute. To me. Yeah. Hey, Emily. Yeah, hey, that's, that's, that's hey, kind of how it went. Oh, <laughs> a new bit is born. Taylor. Hey, man. Hey, Taylor. So somebody on Twitter. Bruno. Yeah. Somebody on Twitter. I can't say his uh, handle, unfortunately, but he says he remembers the plastic pouch of milk. Yeah, there's that Sliwa was talking about. Is he a not same... good milk? Well, it was it's not in good a milk. bag. I know. Why would it be good? I know. It's supposed to come in a bottle or a carton. Go on YouTube. Plenty of plastic milk pouches. Yeah, that's not good. Is this true? Name Lene Kakua. <laughs> <laughs> you could throw it around too. Think about that. Right? Hey, you want some milk? Just lob it over. Just throw you a pouch. Like oh. the pouch feels like a problem, a solution to a problem that didn't exist. The carton works just fine. You can stack I'm them. That kid was probably thirty cents cheaper. And they didn't care that there might be health issues by drinking out of a plastic. They didn't care. They saved 30 cents What else per was pouch. going on at that school? Other than the, like, tell us more, because now I'm intrigued. Unless you guys had something you had. Fridays. To we have Fri- bag solutions coming up next. Okay. Fridays we used to have, there was always some fast food place that would bring in food. Yeah, my school had that. We my, did Arby's. Elementary. No, Subway. Really? Yep. It was my junior high in Hacienda Heights had that. Yeah. We had a cafeteria where they'd make just this god-awful food for all i know it was the food Ar- arby's probably made the food three weeks ago and they're like all right it was what's left at the end send of it the to Granite hills high school now when you would tell your mom hey mom on those days you don't have to make me a lunch would she get offended thinking you just didn't want her no lunch? she wouldn't give me I, I wouldn't have the finances to go get what i wanted so i was still bringing home did you guys do this when did you start working How, oh no you were super like young 10 years when you started old. working <laughs> There are OSHA laws, Chris. You should have reported reported somebody. My father? No. At at the time, at 16 years old, I'm working at Kenny Recreation Center, right? So at 16, and my mom was like, cool, that's awesome. Just go ahead and bring the checks home, and we'll just take care of it. (laughs) We'll take care of it from there. Well, what's wrong with that? Um, Yeah, you just wanted to have a little bit of money. It's your money. You You earned it. Yeah, so that wasn't that's that, not how that it worked didn't out. Fly? Yeah, <laughs> that didn't work out of the sleep household. Maybe you should have started running numbers, put some money but, on the street. But they were basically just putting those numbers on the side. So they're just so later on in life they're like, Okay, hey, this is all your money. Oh Here, here's well, that nice. two hundred and forty dollars you made at the rec center. <laughs> Eighty bucks. Can you see Slee showing up, sixteen year old Slee, full head of hair? Hey, you got my money? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I, I, next week. Next week. No, 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 no. I was trying to convince the city of Elko. I'm like, let's do this under the table. I'm coming let's back tomorrow. I'm coming back tomorrow, and it's 250 Don't make time. me be a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Don't make me be a bad I got a Lakers game to watch I tonight. don't want to do this. <laughs> okay. But I'll do it. I'll freaking do it. I got to listen to the best 15 minutes in sports. Hacksaw's on, man. I got to go. Give me my money.
That's two hacksaw mentions in one day. It's a good day. I know. I'm Travis and Sleeve continues now. Thank you, Chris. All right, I got a uh, solution to the boda bag that I need to hear. Let's go to Santa Barbara and Tom. Tom, what am I doing wrong? Well, you're not doing anything wrong. You're about halfway there, but you're also working with Mr. Sliwa. So, uh, Mr. Sliwa, put on your thinking cap, imagination okay. mind. A Boda bag is basically, Travis is right, it's a, it's a kidney-shaped product, usually covered in a suede or a leather. It's a bladder. And yes. I'll tell you what, it's a superior product to liquids in a, in a thing you have to pop a straw in because the key to a Boda bag is it's got a cap on it about the size to the opening of the top of a bong. And in that way, you can pour whatever you want into that bag. When you close it back up, it's got a pop top. You squeeze the bladder, squirts into your mouth. In high school and in college, UCSB, Gaucho, Olay. we would always, everybody had a boda bag. And you get up on Mammoth, you either take a break halfway down the mountain or up on the lift, you share your boda bag. You got wine or you got whiskey. So that's what a boda bag is for. And it's, it's a really cool device. If you have one, I don't know where mine is. I, I probably got rid of it years ago, but this also solves the problem about soup. <laughs> you put food in a bag. Yeah, but you'd need a very you thin soup, Tom. You couldn't put like a hearty yeah, no, potato no cheese in your boda bag. Hey, you could, you could get chicken noodle soup in a boda bag, but you can't put chili in a boda bag. <laughs> chili, chili is basically a meal ingredient. You don't put, chili in a boda you don't put chicken noodle soup on a hot dog you don't put it on a burger or with fritos onion and sour cream that that's the way to chili do it. is more of a meal that's it the boda bag solves that problem and the boda bag is a brilliant invention and it's way better than liquid in a pouch with a straw <laughs> thank you tom appreciate the call um see 15 bucks on amazon right now five dollars is, the, is that what they're asking that's, uh, I'm just saying, if you... That's specific to a Boda wine bag. If you ever have found yourself, and, mm-hmm. and we'll go back to your Laker topic here nextly, if you've ever found yourself in a place where I'd like to bring alcohol to a place, but I don't know how to get it in there, that's the solution to that problem. That seems just, like... That's what it's there for. Okay. That's what it's there for. All right, let's go to Sean in Diamond Bar. We're talking about the Laker extension for LeBron James, yep. the future of the Lakers, the uh, Bronny uh, anticipation of coming season. Yeah, the yeah the that's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. The anticipation of this, Sean in Diamond Bar. You're next, Sean. What's going on? Hey, thanks for having me. Great show, guys. Longtime Laker fan, Van Exel days. Um, I just think when they signed LeBron, it was the final nail in the Lakers' coffin going to be a Clippers town by the time LeBron's all done. Unfortunately, he's a ring chaser and, uh, you know, the, the chip in the bubble was more like exhibition games. And I don't think it satisfied anyone in LA and uh, we're getting the same record we would have if we had Lonzo and Ingram and we just got this LeBron guy who pulls all the strings and doesn't really care. He's a runner. Trying to see how to take that one. Every time I hear I every like what I'm hoping more for is what do you think of the current situation and what do you think of looking forward for the Lakers? Is, is, and I don't want to put words in Sean's mouth, but is it not that the, the reason the current situation is bad yep. and the future is bleak yep. is because LeBron is the things that he accused him of being? But just think about – let's go back for a quick second. If you're trying to go – I'd hate to try to make an argument today – that if the if the conversation is oh you know what the Lakers hypothetically speaking um, they shouldn't have gone after Braun and they shouldn't have to got they shouldn't have gone after Anthony Davis I just can't have that argument that one's a tough one for me to understand rebuilding the way they were Lakers don't need to do that there's other franchises that can but if you say looking forward 
Because all you have to do is just look at from this point forward. Mm-hmm. They done? Is is there the chance of them? But, uh, can I answer it this way? Yeah. I think it's more likely that they are than they aren't. Yes. I, I, I think it's more likely that the LeBron James championship window in Los Angeles mm-hmm. is closed than there's another one coming. doesn't mean that there's not another one coming, but if you're doing a, I, you know, it, it's more than 51-49, but it's to that side of the equation. The teeter-totter would land on the it's overside. Do, do you know what made me think of this? This morning I mentioned, so LeBron and Bronny conversations coming up. Mm-hmm. And questions are like, hey, what's that going to look like in his third year? You know, he has that extension. Will they hook up with Bronny? Will he hook up with this? Maybe I'm just a old-school Laker fan. I get the entertainment of it. I get the excitement of potentially what that could be, Bronny and LeBron. But you know what's more important to me, and I think a lot of Laker fans will fall along the same line of this? Is this squad competing or are they not? And by the way, a couple years from now, that's a long time before we get to that situation. It's a long time before we get to that point where you're questioning whether Bron's going to, that final year of that extension, if he's going to opt into it or not. But what I don't think is that far away is training camp's going to start at the end of September. And when training camp starts, does this team have much of a shot? Do they have, like, what? what is their, I can be optimistic and say that, hey, Anthony Davis got to be healthy. Some of these other role players they brought in are younger, the whole thing. But it, it's also difficult to look at this upcoming season and think that the Lakers are really going to be competing with the Western Conference for a chance to win it all. That's why I have a difficult time every time somebody brings up the Bronny situation. I'm but, like, that's so far ahead. But and, de- and are the Lakers competing? You're, is really the only you're right, matter. but you're skipping over the, the part that I think is why the Lakers need to consider these things. Because if you're not aware of that, then mm-hmm. you can't take care of the now. Right, If you're not willing to give him what he needs to be set up for that, mm-hmm. then you might not get him right now. Right, that that's that's the catch. That I will do what's good for you right now, but I need a guarantee, or I need I need outs in place that will allow me to move. Then that's why it's important. Not that they want to bring him in, or he's going to be an attraction, or any of those things. It's I need to I need to service my client right now, so he can get what he wants later, so I can get what I want right now. People may disagree with this. I thought LeBron's extension's a no brainer. That's what I thought personally. Yeah, I, I thought so. I thought it's a no brainer. And some people are going to say. Dude, look how old this guy is. How many seasons he's been in the league. Do you really think he's going to this, that, that? I don't actually – LeBron piece for me is not much of a question. It's more the AD piece that's a much more interesting question to me than LeBron. Even last year, LeBron was averaging 30 a game. I'm not saying he was a perfect basketball player, but it wasn't LeBron's fault that the Lakers were 16 games below 500. You got to have your running mates, and, and it didn't work out. I, I pay more attention to this upcoming season. And next year, because those are the two years that you're guaranteed with Braun and Anthony Davis. Do you have a chance to compete or do you not? And I, I, by the way, I don't have an answer to it. All I could tell you is you're going to approach training camp at the end of September. Russ may still be on this team. How different is it going to be from last season? I hope it's drastically different. But I think there's also fair questions to be like, well, maybe they're a 500 team and that's who they are. And and we kind of work it from there. All right, a lot of people want to get in on this one, Slee. We'll do that coming up right after Fact or Cap. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, 
legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Live imaging Thursday on Travis and Sliwa. It is time for producer Emily. I don't think I don't usually do the fun throws that I do in the afternoon where I go take it away like everybody likes that. So I'm gonna do it here. Take it away, producer Emily. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Uh, so I, I wanted Chris here too because I'm gonna direct my first one to him. So. Uh, there was a story on the New York Post about how this couple likes to save a lot of money on their water bill. So they spend $10 on their water bill by cooking with using their used shower water. Oh, So Chris, yes, Travis would do something like this. Fact, fact or cap? <laughs> fact, fact, I've fact. seen it, actually. That's what the bucket in the shower's for. It collects all the runoff. <laughs> <laughs> make make soup and broth. This is why you're not inviting us over because we all see the bucket in the shower. There's actually a filtration system that goes straight from his shower directly to the kitchen and <laughs> directly oh. to the tap. Oh, that is alarming. Saving how much are they saving? Ten dollars. Well, they only pay ten dollars a month. I don't like. I mean, our They're water bill is saving a good eighty high. right there. Disgusting act. <laughs> you have a ninety dollar water bill per month? No, I don't. I just threw a number up. <laughs> Oh, that's not part of mine. Anyway, so we're gonna go on to the next one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have Taylor play a song real quick. It's not. It's gonna be. Uh, uh, so there's the SEC is gonna be uh, involved in the CBS, NBC. Now they had a huge media rights deal that got signed off. So what was on Twitter though was people were up in arms about the Big Ten being over this song. God, I love this song. All right, so it's the CBS. Uh, on SEC, SEC, oh. SEC on CBS theme song. I feel like Tim so. Brando's about to come out on TV <laughs> with Spencer Tillman. <laughs> you have an attachment to the theme songs of different sports uh, openings. Uh, Travis, Patrick Cup. Absolutely. Absolutely. These things are incredibly yeah. evocative. They're emotional. Yours is the Bally's for Angels. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't get enough of it. Exactly the right. The Bally's for Clippers is also pretty there, Chris, you may remember this. Um, when ESPN first got Sunday Night Football a million years ago, yeah, and they also and ABC had Monday Night Football. Yes, and they had all the overlap there. They opened up their first Sunday Night Football broadcast with the Monday Night Football it was music. Disrespectful. And Al Michaels nearly lost his mind. <laughs> and and it was one of those. Things. No, that's our thing. And he's he couldn't be more right. Absolutely. The NBA. The da na 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 na. John Tesh. Absolutely. Round table. Are, round ball rock. Wow, he knows them all. But yeah, absolutely, you get an emotional attachment to that. Stuff. When you hear the round ball rock, mm-hmm. it takes me personally back to Bulls. Jordan. Jordan, Bob Costas, especially the year when, the Ma- when Marv was out and because Marv left. had that thing, and Bob was doing play-by-play. He did have that thing. Why do I remember that thing That's why very I do, well? The way I do opens is because of how Bob did those opens where they'd be seven minutes long, much like mine, and they talk about the drama. Will this year be the year that the Jazz stop Mike? Uh, no question about it. I get attached to these, too. By the way, you get attached to these on – it could be a – it could be a show that you like. Sure. The right? Sopranos theme. You well, we do it here on the radio station. We 100%. use theme songs for all our shows. Yeah. So the NBC, NBA on NBC, that's Round what it was rock. back in the day, 
How about primetime with Berman? And uh, that, that to me, is Crazy. like one of the most iconic ones. Part of the time, I don't even care what highlight they have. I just want to listen to this music, right? Uh, the Chicago Bulls, their intro song um, back in the and day as now, well. Wow, that one, yeah. Bro, it's iconic. 100% those, are, those attachments are important. Serious, the Alan Parsons project, by the way. Mm. That was the Bulls. Okay, let's see. I get a quick quiz. I'll put you on the spot. What's the one, the piano music for the Masters? Do you know that one? I don't know the name. Yeah, but you, you the, those. Yeah, of course. Do, 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 and then Wait. here comes Jim Nance whispering. Yeah. Where Every time Morales comes in, we should play this. <laughs> and only the Scotty Pippen part. <laughs> but Scotty didn't get much. Yeah, no, Scotty Pippen. They waited. <laughs> they moved on. Scotty and Tony Kukoc and Rodman were all about the same, but this was the Oh, big the part. Jordan. 6'6". Six, six. How much did he weigh? At the University of two, North Carolina. Was it 220? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At guard. That was the best. <laughs> this is how we'll degree in- from University of Phoenix. This is how we'll introduce Shinano today. 5'5". Five, five. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's my boy. I can't do it. All right, guys. Uh, we'll move on for this. Um... If you had to only choose wow. one, Travis really lost it. You got him. I, look, I, you I, got I, him. I admit, you don't get him that I, often. I, I admit you got him I, for the week. Look, there's a lot of parts of my personality that are not good, and I wish. But I love height bullies. I love it. I. It's one of my favorite things. How about on? Did you hear when we were over at Harris? No. Oh my and gosh. Emily said the average height for a woman is what did you say? Like five, five eight, six. five nine. Five eight, yeah, something like that. She said five eight, five nine. I'm like, oh, that's that's not good. <laughs> I'm incorrect. It's not. It's what five is four. It? Five yeah, four. I was going to say five four. Yeah. I was a little over, but I, the, I, I was getting on this because five nine doesn't exist. Any guy that says they're five nine, they're not actually five nine. They're they're definitely lower. <laughs> I just like five five. It just really hit me in a certain way. Right. I'm sorry, Emily. <laughs> Carry on. So, if you could only use one utensil for the rest of your life, it would be a spoon. Alan, factor cap. Uh, I'm using a fork. Fork, I feel I, I, if I need, I could work without a spoon because I could probably just kind of slurp whatever's in a bowl or something along those lines. <laughs> the fork I got to have. The fork is important. I need it for salads. I need it for meats. I need it for, I, I think it's, I, I get better use out of it. For all of the reasons Rice, you just said, the, the answer is a knife. How are you going to cut your steak without a knife? Are you just going to take a bite out of 100%. it? 100%. I mean, I guess you could, but. It's exactly we, what I would but do. But you could cut it and then just stab it and eat it. Yeah, but you're going to use your hand either way to hold the steak down, right? Because you're using a knife. Okay. So you but might as well just use a if, fork what if you get and a, just take a bite and then put it back but you down. You can't cut anything with a knife or with a fork. You need, you need, like, I'm with you. The spoon is last. Yeah. Right? You can the, cut with your hand. You can rip apart with your hand. But what, really? what do you need to, if if you have one utensil, are uh-huh. you really worried about cutting anything? Yeah. That's what, the what only do you need to cut? I'm worried about. Why don't you just take a bite out of whatever you whatever you, you have? You cut things every time you, can't you have cook soup a meal. With a knife? You, but you could, to Al's point, you could drink soup, right? You could take True. a little a little syrup, like when you go to a, a Chinese cream? restaurant, you drink it out of the bowl. Ice cream, I think we're all screwed. Actually, no fork. What do you mean, drink it out of the bowl at a Chinese restaurant? Yeah, Al, we've been over this. <laughs> oh yeah, but, my but god! I love, but I love the detail. Like you got specific. You no. just go to the Chinese restaurant in Anaheim. Of of all, it's open from ten a.m. And I one night we're at Benihana a few weeks ago after camp. It's like a tradition. One of the guys, you know, Benihana, it's group sitting. Yes. And there was an odd guy across from us, and he did the bowl, like, and we, it stopped. The entire restaurant stopped at that moment. What, because he drank from the bowl? Yes. No. Everybody drinks from the bowl, except for you and Amanda, apparently. No, you drink from the bowl. <laughs> I do. I admit oh. it. I could yeah, be wrong nice. on this. When I was in Japan, I swear if I'm correct on this, and again, I could be completely wrong, isn't slurping like a compliment? It is. Like you're supposed to do it. Yes. 
Like it's, it's a compliment. You're savoring in the, that country. The, the flavor yeah. of the As soup. Nicholson as Nicholson said in The Departed, in this country. <laughs> <laughs> Slurp your soup. I'm I'm all in. Taylor? Guy's not slurping uh, enough. Give me a he doesn't bag. like it. <laughs> give me a Buddha bag. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we all saw the video of the Dodgers reporter that went down the slide. He ended up injuring his both cra- ribs and his wrist. Probably so, went down hard. <laughs> it, got, it got me thinking about Why how- was he yelling from the beginning? Because he was going 100 miles an hour down a curved <laughs> slide. That's why. I know, but I mean... The- the yelling of it all the way down, it's almost like you already knew he was going to get injured. <laughs> Do you think that Vasse looks up to you? Because you both have, like, the talk thing. Like, he has Dodgers talk, you have Lakers talk. But you also have your own show. I think Vasse's always kind of... I don't know. I'm just saying if I'm going down a slide, I'm doing it quietly. Have you never had okay. that thing though, where you're getting ready to do something and then once it starts, it's far scarier than you thought like it was? Have you never been be? on a roller coaster oh, and yeah. yelled yeah. out? Yeah, and you just go, oh, you kind of get incredibly. Yeah, but he was not scared. on a roller coaster. I mean, he Sleep. essentially he was, was moving pretty fast. I saw that thing up close when I was in Milwaukee a few months ago. It's big. It's, Is it really? It's, it's high up. There. Am I underestimating the slide that he was yes. on? Yeah. Did you not see how hard he hit the wall? He <laughs> broke way, his if ribs that, in his wrist. If that happens, <laughs> if that happens, how is that? Like, is that not happening to everybody? I have a feeling you won't see a lot of people going down the slide anymore. I think that that, that, that David Vasse is probably the last person to try that for a They'll keep the sausage race, time. but no more slide. Hey, Bernie yeah. the Brewer is a professional. He knows how to do it, but the problem no is one too, else he is got going for it. He got his arm, like, caught underneath he him. He going 100 miles an hour. It was awful. I felt terrible for him. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Hey, what's thing- the equivalent <laughs> that you can do at a Lakers game, Sleep? We have to counter this now. I don't know. What's the equivalent? I don't know. We got to think about this. The parachute the from the rafters, because this wasn't at Dodger <laughs> Stadium. This is a, a. This is specific to that stadium. I'm not saying we have to figure it out now, but let's workshop it. No, let's figure it out right now. <laughs> but my statement is: you have injured your way in a. You have injured yourself in a very stupid way. Uh, Travis Fettercap. I have. Oh, yeah. um, I was ball. at Rome's wedding, which was a lovely affair. Um, up in Napa at this very fancy Meadowlark resort, okay? It's a beautiful, beautiful place. And Tom Tolbert was one of the guests along the way. And Tom and I were having a very good time. And we we, we were getting late into the evening, and then we find ourselves both on the dance floor at the same time. Rome, not Jim Rome, the capital of Italy. (laughs) (laughs) And Tom Tolbert's like six foot nine, maybe 260, 70 pounds. He's a big, big guy. He hip checks me on the dance floor. Oh, yeah. I go flying. I land flat on my butt. No no hands down, no nothing, right? Just so keep in mind, wedding dance floor. So those wooden planks that they snap together, I land tailbone first on the dance floor. The good news is it did heal about twenty years after the fact. Did Rome see it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, wouldn't it be well, amazing if he got up on stage and went rack him? <laughs> it was it, it hurt for twenty years. So, yes, I have hurt myself doing something well, stupid. Well, luckily over those 20 years, you stayed in great shape. So it wasn't like the added weight yep. to your frame yep. would cause any pain. Are you sure you can see yourself? I went through a fr- – <laughs> listen, it's funny. I went through a stage. This is my weight gain of probably three times ago. Okay. Where my tailbone was hurting because of the added weight. I yeah, went to the did doctor. Did you get hip – what did he say? I bet he you said I know you exactly did to stop weight, <laughs> gaining weight. Yeah. Well, no, well it, thanks, Doc. It doesn't heal. It's at the end of the line. There's no blood flow. It doesn't heal. So don't hurt your tailbone, Sleep. I like a dumbass. Uh, one time I decided I was in a hurry. I think family was waiting outside for me. And I so I'm going from the way we had my parents' house back in the day. It's like two steps 
once you get to the garage, you, you go down two steps, and they're kind of decent, decent as far as like the size of the step, steep or whatever you can call it. Deep. So I'm in, I'm in a hurry. I'm going from the house, open the door, and I'm running, and I jump down from the two steps. You know the old school fans? They got the four legs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They don't have the cylinders anymore, or we didn't have the cylinders at the time. Landed on one of the legs and just ankle, as if I was grabbing a rebound playing basketball, but it was actually just a fan that was just standing there. It wasn't even on. I churned the living hell out of my ankle, and I got my dad saying, where's Alan, this idiot? I'm on the ground in the garage. How old were you? Probably 14, 15, (laughs) something like that. I'm on the ground. They're wondering where the hell I am, and I'm, like, limping to get to the car. That's how I injured That's myself. A good one. That's a good one. I, uh, what a how dumbass. long did they leave you? How long would you have had to be in the garage before they would come looking for you? Um, A few minutes. Two minutes. If I wasn't out there, they were coming. My I dad would. was. My dad would have come sprinting like this dumbass who I told we should open up a mechanic shop in El Cajon. My like, dad, that's probably not going to happen. I would, I'm with Mr. Sliwa. I would have been in there. What are you doing? Yeah. He We're trying you, to get out the door. He calls yeah. you Alan? Is that what your dad calls you? Uh, or son? Because in my head, as he's telling this story, I'm thinking of his father yeah. screaming, Slee, where are you? <laughs> he would just curse at me. Please tell me he called you Slee. He would just curse that at me back in the day. That would be amazing. Taylor has a great one, but we'll do it after the break because uh, it, it made me laugh. Okay. Well, look, farm injuries better than all other injuries. That's coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You are looking... Oh, no, that's something else. Live Imaging Thursday, Travis and Sliwa. Lit. I don't know. This one... I mean, I remember as a kid, I'm more about... No, no, no. Don't give me that one. The Hank Williams part really got me going as a kid. Yeah. Are you ready for some football? And then he had that thing... With the things. Yeah, second guy with the things. Still thinking about the so first far thing. today. Yeah, but this was the one that uh, set Al on fire. He didn't like that one. I believe we continue. I want to talk about the golf tournament, but I'll hold that for a moment because we continue Factor Cap already in progress with the great producer Taylor. Taylor, how are you doing? I'm fine. Thanks, Taylor. <laughs> no, I'm swell. How are you, Chris? I'm great. Swell. Thanks. Oh, don't forget about their beef, Al. Remember? This guy went to Alaska. So I'm running up. Uh, no, running would be a, a lot stretch. of bears up there. You'd love it. Well, <laughs> exactly. that, that joke hits multiple platforms, first of all. So I'm making my way quickly down the hallway because I was running behind. Yeah. Taylor is about to open the door. Okay. I'm like, hey, Taylor. 
doesn't say a word to me, just opens the door for me. Just open the door, just do a friendly thing for you. But doesn't say, hey, Chris, <laughs> just... And I'm like, thanks, Taylor. I heard you coming. I love, around the hall. At least he didn't like shut the door on you. Did you guys coming. do an hour I see together? What you did there. I heard it coming. <laughs> what if Morales and Taylor did one hour? Just do one hour together. I just want to. I just want to hear them both talk be 59 to each minutes other. of Morales. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, you don't talk. You don't ask me any questions. Except how well, are Taylor, you? Hold on a second. You do understand that not every response has to be a, a, because of a he question. Just said, Sometimes you well, can we just, just, just small talk. We try to have a conversation. Yeah. Well, if we're doing an hour radio show, yeah. <laughs> what if they just <laughs> had a, a deep talk and everyone was so into it? <laughs> just it riveted. Just incredibly interesting. <laughs> All right, Taylor, what do you got? Factor Cap continues now. Hey, man, I get, I get paid to push buttons, man. But here's a story. So I got injured. Uh, I was skateboarding. And my friend's husky was pulling me down a hill, giant hill, and he was at the bottom of the hill. And I started to get the wobbles halfway down the hill, and I hit a pothole and broke my arm. How old were you? Uh, 19. Was a month and a oh, half ago. <laughs> yeah. That, so that happened when you were in Iowa? Yeah, I was living in Iowa. Why did you need a dog to pull you down the hill? Because I wanted to get down there faster. Momentum. You know? A little momentum. This <laughs> is mean, also back in my drinking. I feel drinking... like gravity would have taken care of that Back for in my drinking days, so my uh, decision-making uh, was a little altered. Okay. I, yeah, well, that's... Confidence was say, high. Say yeah. no more. I, I've done plenty of things in that sort of state of mind. You know what would be a good idea? You should do right now. Let's get the dog and his <laughs> What if we got the skateboard, went to the top of the hill? Yeah, hey, do some sledding. Get, get the husky. It'll be like the Iditarod in Iowa. Let me get one more drink. One sec. <laughs> And then you just take cool. off. One more before before we go down the hill. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that's not bad, Taylor. So you should just throw that story out once in a while. Hey, one time when I was 19 in Iowa, you know what I did? And then we got a good story to go. I got to wait for Factor Cap. We should get me. one a week, just a Taylor story. Just a random story from Taylor. Time for Taylor. Could be about anything. That works for me. That works for me. about anything. We're doing it. Taylor story time? Yeah. Emily, put it on the grid. We're going to do, I'll have yeah. an open for it next week. Time for okay. Taylor. It's I time like for Taylor. I want farm <laughs> stories specifically. We like, can I put farm music. Yeah. I got yeah. plenty of those. We'll put specific. farm music in there. <laughs> specific. Yeah. What yeah. is farm music to you, Chris? Like John Denver. Uh, Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah. There you go. I, I was rule. thinking more like chickens clucking in a banjo. I was. That's kind of where my my head initially went. Cows moving. I was thinking and of like, like Conway that. Twitty because yeah. like those old videos that family guy used to play. Conway was like on a farm with a band. That was like in the middle of uh, hee haw. Remember? Yeah. They'd have like the skits and the bits, and then all of a sudden, and now Mr. Conway Twitty. Ladies and, and gentlemen, be- Mr. Conway Twitty. Ludicrous. It's farm music. A lot of farm music there. Uh, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Bundle today at Progressive.com. So we're going to take these calls coming up in a bit, Sleep. But just looking at the responses to them, what you were kind of setting up a minute ago, the word selfish seems to be popping up quite a bit. Is that what you were setting up? Is that is that kind of the vibe that you're getting with the extension? No, actually, to be honest with you, not at all. It's more... The conversation that comes up about what the Lakers look like over the next two years, Mm -hmm. only thing really Laker fans care about, you winning or are you not? Right. And and sometimes 
you hear these conversations and you hear the excitement. But I about- think that's their answer to the question. The reason they're not winning is mm-hmm. because of selfish decisions on behalf of LeBron James. I th- if I'm if I'm putting myself in their brain, I think that's I, what I they're would, getting. I at. would need somebody to make that argument for. Me. I, I would need I'll to hear. It. I, would I don't, need I don't to hear buy what- it, but the argument is by constantly trying to grab it in the moment, by t- constantly trying to service the needs of LeBron James mm-hmm. day to day, week to week, month to month, mm-hmm. season to season, that the the selfishness and I need this right now, it has compromised the overall integrity of the operation to be a successful, long-term winning organization. That's okay. the argument. So give me the example of where you feel like Trading for been... Russell Westbrook, tearing down the roster, trying to run Russell Westbrook off after one year, mm-hmm. trying to trade for Kyrie, all of those sorts of things. Okay. Tell me of those that you just mentioned. The Russ thing obviously didn't work out. Palenka in the front office doesn't have to go trade for Russ. But maybe there's a lot of pressure of, hey, guys, I think we have to do this. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out. But tell me of those selfish things that you're talking about. The let's go get Anthony Davis. By the way, he's probably going to come because I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, you end up at that time, if you just kind of think about some of the role players that are involved the Lakers, they were the right role players. And probably some of that has to do is you got a chance to compete with LBJ. You won an NBA championship. Now you're trying to get rid of Russ. And you're trying to get rid of him specifically because All it didn't work out. All selfish decisions aren't bad decisions. Well, the, there, are, there are some that work out, and there are others that do not. But the point is that when every decision is run through one particular person, mm-hmm. by definition, it's selfish. Well, is that then on the organization? Sure. So it's not like LeBron owns the team. No, but he's the most important person. He's in the, the team. most. He might be the most powerful person in sports, period. Sure. Now, is that power still there? Yesterday's extension will tell you it is because he's signing a two-year extension with a player option for, years the, old. for the final year or so that player right. option. Nobody's kind of questioning the the power that Braun has. I've always said this about the front office. Do you feel like the goals of LeBron James are that much different than the goals of the Lakers? There are it, – it's impossible for them to be identical, right? It's impossible. We run a team. You're an individual player. Those goals are different. But for the most part, on the – on the actual court, those are similar goals. How they get there, and if there's mistakes made in the process, that's going to happen. And I think it clearly the difference happened is last year. that in the short term, their goals align really, really well. Mm-hmm. In the long term, which is the hardest part, which is the challenge for Les Snead, it's the challenge for Andrew Friedman, it's the challenge that how do we be really good today, but I'm not, I'm not sacrificing my potential success two years from now, three years from now, five years from and now. And organizations are doing that. It's like hard. The teams that you just mentioned – the Golden State Warriors are doing that. They're teams that are, are doing it. Lakers are not set up that way at all. <laughs> no, and that's the argument. Well, and, and this is, and again, if you want to chime in, feel free to chime in, 877-710-ESPN. Let, let's do this. There was an article that came out on ESPN, and it's kind of this all-in strategy. What teams are all-in? What teams are playoff-bound? What teams are building for the future? It's pretty interesting to see where they have the Lakers on that list because it's none of the ones that I just mentioned, which puts the Lakers in this really kind of peculiar um, uh, state of mind, I guess you could say, in the NBA. We'll do that coming up next. If you guys want to be a part of the show, feel free to call in. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa, 710 ESPN.